Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today we're going to provide a little bit of an update and another forecast, another estimate as to what's going to happen um, for what's going on up in Canada. There have been some developments that are probably going to change the government's posture. Um, and they've occurred over the last 48 hours. And they, Americans, I'll keep you up to date as we go through and give you parallels because it's kind of unique stuff, to be honest. Okay, the the main development is that this group of people, the, the truckers, as they've come to be known, have had swearing-in ceremonies. And this is to induct people into the Canadian Common Corps of Peace Officers. Okay, what is that? It's not a thing. They are claiming the right to arrest and detain people. This is important. Um, this is important as far as the, the forecast later. This concept of kind of appointing random people as peace officers, it goes back about 10, 11 years. I've been able to find references to this exact terminology going back that far. It's linked to a group called, or a movement called Freedom of the Land or Freedom on the Land, something like that. For Americans, they're sovereigns. They're, they're sovereigns. They're very, very similar. Same pseudo-legal stuff. Um, the Canadian cousins are less violent. Uh, good. You know, that, that's good. But it honestly, it appears as though a, at some point a Canadian was exposed to the American movement and, you know, it was like, hey, copy my homework, but change it up a little bit. Very similar stuff. So it appears that this movement is now heavily embedded in, in the trucker situation that's going on there. That's going to alter the Canadian government's posture a lot. CSIS, which is the Canadian CIA, they have this movement designated as, as an extremist threat. So they're definitely going to kind of up their uh, up their posture a little bit because by most estimates I could find, this crew has been in decline since 2010. And traditionally, they have gone through and recruited using issue-based causes like this. It's, it's unlikely the Canadian government is going to want a resurgence of this movement. So they're probably going to act. The movement itself, you can trace it back all the way to the 1970s in a way. Um, but the more modern versions came out in the late 90s and early 2000s. So aside from the history of the, the movement that is kind of inserted itself here, what else is different? They claimed the power to arrest and detain. They have claimed the authority to use force, presumably under the color of law somehow, using this pseudo-legal stuff, right? Generally speaking, governments view that as totally uncool. A sign of a failed state is losing the monopoly on violence. You know, if a government loses that monopoly and another entity that isn't associated with the government is seen to have the right to 
detain and arrest people. It undermines the government at large. This almost always elicits a pretty strong response from the government, from any government, anywhere, that this is a big deal. It's a big escalation. And even though, as far as I know, at this moment, they haven't exercised this arrest power that they have given themselves. Um, Just claiming it in the very public fashion that they did is probably enough to get the Canadian government's attention. I would be incredibly surprised if you didn't see a marked escalation in response from from the Canadian officials. This is unlikely to be something they're going to let slide. Because if they allow something like that to stand and it grows, it actually becomes a serious threat. Um, now, historically, these uh, this movement hasn't really been violent by American standards. Okay? I'm sure by Canadian standards it kind of has been. But by American standards and the way we view these types of groups, they're, they're pretty tame. But there is a large cultural difference in what is seen as normal. Um, I would expect that you, uh, you start to see more federal response from the Canadian officials. And I would expect to see that pretty quickly. This kind of alters the playbook under normal circumstances. When you have something like this occurring, you do exactly what they've been doing. You, you kind of, it's like allowing a child to scream and kick on the floor when they're throwing a temper tantrum. As long as they're not actually harming anyone, you just kind of let it go and you just focus on stopping any violence and vandalism. That That's that's the playbook. That's the textbook. That's what you're supposed to do. And that's kind of what they've been doing. This alters that. Because if they allow it to stand too long, then, then they're going to be faced with a real issue. So this stunt, and that's the only way I can describe it, the, these public swearing-ins were probably a serious miscalculation on the part of the people in, engaged in, in this little adventure. Um, they're trying to get the government's attention, and I definitely think they're going to get it with this, but not in the way they wanted. This isn't the type of thing that would bring a government to the table to negotiate or talk. This is the type of thing that is going to elicit a response. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.